0: What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 76 of the Sports Card Second Podcast. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about the card that changes it all, the SGC 9.5, the world's perfect mantle, the 1952 Tops Mickey Mantle, SGC 9.5. Let's get right into this episode today. Super excited to talk about the largest sale in history of of sports cards. Before we get started, I gotta remind you guys to check out my great sponsor at More Than Sports, that's M-O-O-R-E-ThanSports.com, um, on their production group, and they're great guys um, over there doing a great job with their sports work, so make sure you guys check out that website. Alright, um, we're gonna take a quick break to pause for an ad from Anchor, and then we'll get into this show guys like i mentioned in this episode um we are going to be talking about possibly the greatest card in history of the hobby and uh i just think that's amazing to think about that um we're seeing the greatest card in history of the hobby and i have the privilege to talk about that today pretty awesome i'm really glad to be able to talk about that with you guys And uh, I think this is going to be one of my favorite episodes, honestly. It's uh, really, uh, just really interesting. Um, What else is also included in the lot of, uh, for this card, Uh, the 1952 Tops Mickey Mantle. Um, So we're just going to first talk about the card. So um, the card is grade SGC at 9.5, like I said. Uh, which is possibly the highest known grade. There are three PSA 10s out there, but you never know if this SEC 9.5 would grade a PSA 10. Uh, a lot of times, SGC 9.5s do. Uh, SEC is known to be a tougher grader uh, than PSA. So, possibly would grade a 10. Uh, so, it could be the fourth PSA 10 if they cross it over. I would definitely not take the risk, and uh, I would for sure um keep the card the way it is but it is f- very possible that it'll be a 10. Uh in the subtitle it says the 1985 Rosenfind which is uh something we're going to get into in a second about uh Mr. Mint and uh it is called the finest known example and uh we're going to talk about that as well. So, we're going to first start off um so this is to the guy who bought the card when it was raw. Um, and here, I'm just going to read this letter. It's it's pretty interesting. So here's what it says from Alan Rosen. I'm going to read the whole letter. It's about three paragraphs long. All right. Dear Anthony, the 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle card for which you have purchased for 50000 is in my estimation the finest known example in the world. It is perfectly centered, side to side and top to bottom. It exhibits blazing white corners and glossy, glossy, undisturbed blue background. The reverse is also perfectly centered, with only the slightest evidence of paper toning due to age on the left-hand border. This card comes from my 1985 tops find in Massachusetts. Up until that time, a perfect mantle just did not exist. Out of that particular find, there were seven to 10 perfect cards this is definitely one of these in closing i would like to thank you for purchasing the card for me and keep in mind that if you ever wish to sell this card it would be a pleasure to assist you in the transaction sincerely alan rosen and uh, alan rosen is known for having some of the greatest cards of all time uh before grading you know back in the 80s and 90s uh he would he just had a lot of great cards in great condition and hence the nickname mr mint um so, uh, getting that letter with the card as well uh, is pretty interesting. Uh, like I said, from still from the original owner who graded it with SEC. Uh, the owner also had a book from Mr. Mint, The Insider's Guide to Investing. And it is signed, um, thanks for your purchase of the 52 mantle. It's the best in the world. And it's signed by Alan Rosen. I think that... Is possibly the coolest thing I think that's almost cooler than the letter just him saying thanks for the purchase it's the best in the world um, it's pretty cool and he's not selling here you know it is really the best mantle in the world the finest known example of a 52 tops mantle and uh, really cool to see that it it's selling it it came it came out of the woodwork you know it's it's an amazing card it's just absolutely insane. Uh, also with it came with uh, the screw-down. It says the finest 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle card in the world when it was sold for 57500 Uh It was negotiated down to 50000 uh by the original buyer when it was raw. No grading, obviously, back then. And uh, this card was sold in 1991 uh, for 57500 the original owner now just sold it for twelve point six million dollars. Twelve point six. We just sold a card last week for seven million. The Hannes Wagner. I think I talked about it for a couple minutes. And now we're selling a card for twelve point six million in two weeks. Twenty million dollars in cards. In two cards. Two cards sold for twenty million dollars in two weeks I just want you guys to think about that this is how big our hobby is people are spending 20 million dollars of their money for two assets now yeah 20 million dollars is probably sold every couple hours in the hobby but two assets in two weeks for 20 million dollars record has been broken twice in two weeks and it's 20 million dollars an average of $10 per card that is just absolutely amazing um also comes with a news clipping from the new york post talking about the mantle rookie card for the record which was then 50,000 back in 1990 Uh, that's that's pretty crazy and also comes with a beckett um LOA about the signed book of alan rosen so pretty cool but yeah this is it's just amazing it's it's amazing. Like, I just don't know what to say about this card. It is the greatest asset in history of sports uh, collectibles. I mean, what asset can you possibly have in history of sports collectibles that is worth more than that? I think there is one asset, one, that could possibly wor- be worth more than this Mickey Mantle card in sports collectibles. In sports collectibles, not sports cards. Sports collectibles. And, uh, if you guys agree with me, drop me a line at sportscardsecond at gmail.com. Love to interact with you guys and, uh, discuss about this. I think this is a, uh, I think this would be fun to discuss. So, um, I think the one asset would be the called shot baseball signed and dated by Babe Ruth. And it's got to say called shot, everything, signed and dated by Babe Ruth, um, I think that would be the one asset that would be worth more than this um 52 tops mantle card in all of sports collectibles. I am not joking. Every in in anything, in absolutely anything. I mean this is just a wild card and yeah, um I'm reading, you know, more in the heritage Auctions. Say the words, the Rosenfine to any veteran collector, and he or she will know the story well. The hobby equiv- equivalent of the shot heard around the world. Well, guess what? This is the hobby equivalent of the called shot. This is insane. This is going to be more covered than the LeBron logo, man. This is going to be the most covered thing in history of the hobby. Not even joking. Um, so, yeah, I just cannot wait to see wh- where this thing goes. Um... And now that a 9.5 from SEC is sold, will one of the owners of a 10 come out and sell one of their 10s? I think it might be the only card in the hobby that could be worth more than $20 million. Um, And I know I just said it's the most expensive uh, asset in sports collectibles, but it is a chance that the 10s could be worth $20 million. I still think the 9.5 will carry the record for a while, um, but maybe a 10 will pass it up. I I can't speak for that, because a 10's never sold, and it's probably not going to sell for a long time. I think the time is now. If one of you guys that um, own a 10 are listening to this, please, I just want you, like, if you can sell it somehow, <laughs> I want to see where that number goes. I think it's uh, going to be pretty wild uh, if that did sell, but um, I don't know, I think, uh, I think this card is going to be the greatest card of all time, I don't think any card will pass this for 20 years, I'm calling it right now, um, I saw John Noon posted a episode today about, um, crystal ball and looking into the future of the hobby, Uh, I'm going to pull out my crystal ball, and it's all on clearance from Walmart as well, John, (laughs) but, um, it this this is good. This will never be broken for for a long time. I just don't think it'll be broken for a really long time. Possibly not even broken in my lifetime. Um, so we're looking at seventy years plus uh, with this card uh, not being broken. I think it's very possible, um, especially where the hobby's going now. Uh, a lot of it's just become vintage, and uh, there's no um, cards like being made in modern days, that will just be iconic, um, you know, down the road, you know, we've Mike Trout rookie card, yeah, that's going to be iconic, it's already, at, you know, two to three thousand dollars in nowadays, so, you know, when it becomes vintage, I think that will be a, a, great card to chase after, um, but, you know, like, with all the modern cards, so many parallels and everything, it's just not the same as that vintage stuff, so I don't think, uh, a card will ever pass this card uh, in my lifetime probably not um you know eventually i feel like our cards are just going to be nfts they're all going to be digital you know tops bunt you know i would hate to see that but it's it's kind of where stuff has moved recently you know with technology and nfts just a lot of things uh changing uh, with digital digital collectibles and stuff like that so uh, yeah i'm hoping that we stay physical for hundreds and hundreds of years, but we'll see. We'll see where the hobby goes. You never know. Um it's 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 always changing. It's you know, we've seen the change from nineteen eighty where no parallels, no inserts, to nineteen nineties where the inserts galore and now autographs, number cards, relics, you know, holograms and and now we're up to digital stuff. I mean, you never know where the hobby can go. uh, And I'm just excited to see where it goes in the next few years, especially up to the National. I'm going to keep teasing this every episode. You guys cannot get old and listen to me because I'm going to be doing this till like, episode 120 or something like that. So, um, yeah, I'm just already so excited for the National. And uh, I've been selling off a lot of my, you know, dead inventory and whatever, uh, getting ready for the National stuff that I just have had sitting there forever so getting ready for the national um 2023 national in Chicago and uh, make sure you guys make can already try and make plans to get up there because I'm going to be doing a lot of cool things I might even try and do a listener meetup um and also talk to my mom about possibly starting a social media account and uh seemed positive on the lookup so um you know i'll definitely keep you guys posted on that and uh yeah so that will wrap up today's episode of the sports card second podcast talking about the greatest asset in history of sports collectibles it's jacob your host signing off keep collecting peace